0: Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, so this is another episode of the full set. We've lost count at this point because we've been having tons of fun with y'all. Um, my name is Didi Delgado. I am your host ex with the most ex, and I am here with none other than my esteemed colleague. I want y'all to welcome with me Monique Melton. Um, Monique, welcome. Monique is an anti-racism educator, a published author, an international speaker, and the host of the Shine Brighter Together podcast. Monique's also the founder of Shine Brighter Together, which is a community dedicated to healthy relationships and a diverse unity. She travels the world speaking at conferences and events on topics related to anti-racism, personal growth, diversity, and relationships. She's been published in magazines, featured in blogs and podcasts, and has touched the lives of people all over the world. She is a natural, big, bold dreamer and deeply rooted woman of faith a proud navy wife to her high school sweetheart and she is a loving mother to two little ones. Monique has a BA in social science with an emphasis in sociology and psychology and two years of graduate school education in clinical counseling from John Hopkins University. Monique believes it's not about all, it's not all about your comfort but it's about your growth. Monique, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing?
1: Thank you. I don't think anyone's read my bio. Better than
0: why this. does everyone say that to me
1: <laughs> is that what everybody says
0: yes everybody be like why you do that <laughs> Oh, no, i love it it's like very theatrical i love it oh my goodness thank you so much so basically what i want to talk to you about is all the things but i know that um when we were offline You had some things uh, for me, um, and you talked about intention settings, and it's something that both of us do in our anti racism classes. So, do you mind setting the space since this is all about you today?
1: Well, there we go. (laughs) You know, when I am, especially if I'm doing a class, when I'm doing classes and it's a lot of white folks. Um, one of the things I like to emphasize, I actually have an episode on my podcast called ground rules. So Mm. to that, it's about maybe 11 or 15 minutes long, but one of the things that's really important to understand is that I am not, nor is this a all-inclusive examination. I am an expert on all things black. I am not a resource. I'm a full human being. If you have questions, or if you want more information, then you need to follow the proper protocols for that, the proper channels for that. Don't slide in my DM asking me to explain anything. Mm. Um, Or even in my inbox, because that's, that's not where it goes down. Um, Another thing to understand is that at some point, you'll probably hear something that is triggering, you know, you might hear something that makes you feel defensive. And so, so instead of Lashing out at me or getting defensive or shutting down, it's really important to examine those feelings, those beliefs, so that you can figure out why you're responding that way and how your beliefs are actually more in align with your conditioning of white supremacy and how can you uproot those beliefs and work to align it with our humanity. I would also say that I really work to try to avoid ableist language. It is okay. definitely not something that I am perfect in. I'm really not perfect at anything except hand washing. I have I pretty much mastered that art, but I'm not like, like ableist language. I try to avoid binary language. I really try to be mindful of not playing into systems of oppression that I hold privilege. You know, right. so understanding that I'm a black cisgender woman, I have to be aware of my identity and ways that I can weaponize my um, identity. So and I think another ground rule, another thing that's really important to understand is that you need to be a self-motivated learner and that this is not the end. Like, this is just a part of that journey. Find more research, find more folks to, to support and pay.
0: Right. Hey, black women. Right. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to do that. Girl, that's a whole, that's a they, whole. I'm they gonna... don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I know they don't. And they expect us to work for free, expect us to just be out here laboring and laboring, you know, and, I'm, and I said, folks, my ancestors have done enough for free. Like, it, y'all owe me.
0: I just had to block a troll. I oh. wish whoever's logged into my account would just block the trolls for me. Team, uh, team, so. get it together, team. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Ooh, child, the ghetto. Okay, so I just... <laughs> I just want to talk about something that's really been eating at me and literally um, all the puns intended. Um, I want to know how you are doing right now. Um, I'm not doing too well. And so I feel like maybe if I could like anchor myself to someone else and be like, okay, we either doing not the same or I could find solace in somebody else being like, I don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, I'm all the things. I'm gonna be real. I'm all the things. And that's that is that in and of itself, allowing myself to be all the things and feel right. all the things is revolutionary in itself, right? Because we know black women are pushed into these, these boxes and 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 these narrow lanes of how we're able to express ourselves. And anything outside of that is deviant and comes with harsh punishment and, and reprimanding. And so I'm all of it. Um, I'm sad. I'm frustrated. I'm numb. I'm angry. I'm courageously hopeful. Courageously. Because at this point, being hopeful with the knowledge that we have and the awareness that we have, other than being delusional, you've got to somehow phrase that a little bit because it's like,
0: you still
1: got hope? Like right. Do you see what we're dealing with, you know what I'm saying? like, and it's just like I think it takes some courage
0: to still imagine
1: better and to believe that it's possible. You know, you
0: sound uh, super fucking positive right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then I just need you to sprinkle some of that over here is all I'm saying. You know what
1: though? I'm in therapy. Okay, come on. Okay. So I actually had therapy this week and we talked about my feelings about here we are another shooting. You know, and I already said I didn't want to talk about black death, but it still affects me. Right? And I have a black husband, a black father, black son. Hell, I'm black, right? Right. And so having a place like that's why I'm doing better than maybe I would have been had i not had some like therapy is helping you know what i'm saying because this right. this is this is not normal you know this is not normal to be going through this and, and when i i never will watch the video i
0: think I that's what, did you did. Did, see that's not my fault. it's not my fault white people need to stop posting black trauma you know what i was scrolling on instagram and
1: you know how you follow hashtags and, it, and I was like, whoa, like I, sw- I mean, I swapped through that thing so fast. I was like, no way. I'm right. That in and of itself, because you know what broke me? What movie and I had said I wasn't going to watch it, and then I watched it when they see us. Mm. I was not okay for weeks. And that was a movie, Well, documentary. Documentary, right. Docu-series, yeah, that's I exactly it. real footage i just can't i can't right Um, i can't so therapy is helpful sis. like get some therapy
0: let me call my therapist and also i feel like a lot of let me like shout out black women in general a lot of black women be holding space for me i know that they ain't my therapist but they call me they check on me um you yourself have called and checked in on me you okay sis is a real fucking thing shout out (laughs) to Feminista jones Feminista jones yes <laughs> so I just wanted to say, like, you know, to all the black women who have just like picked up the phone and just been like, Are you okay? Sometimes I don't have time for therapy. Like I have I'm still I'm still working nine to ten, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? And I, thank you to the black woman who called me this morning and was like, I know you don't want to be on this Zoom call, but what's going on? I was like, nothing and I was, you could tell I was mad, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and my anger really came from me not being able to ever say, I'm not okay, like, even I say on Facebook, I'm not okay, and people think it's a cry for attention, or whatever, so, and then, you know, to constantly, I think about constantly, like, the activism that we're doing, this brand of activism that we're doing, and how we're trying to make everything okay, and how people keep setting us back. So I want to ask you, as a Black woman who's in um, deep relationship with other Black women, how do you maintain good relationships? How do you maintain the temperament in your relationships when you when you always don't agree with other Black women?
1: That's a great question, and I just want to you know really echo what you just said, too, and just like black women we really do we, we really do hold each other up and I'm, I'm glad you have that because sometimes um, be, just being in community with black women that in and itself is therapeutic um, yeah you know and, and I think that's good we can encourage each other to get the help that we need but here's my thing about being in a relationship with black women especially black women that we don't necessarily agree on everything is um
0: it's not about, wait, my volume okay. Yeah, I just want you to turn it up just a little bit, just a little bit. Maybe I need to get a little closer. Oh yeah, 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 There we okay. go. I so I want them to hear you. Okay. Okay,
1: get a little close. Okay, so um it depends on what we're disagreeing on, honestly. Okay. Because if it's a disagreement with my at the core of who I am, right? If it's a part of who I am as a as a human being or what I value as a human being, if the disagreement is rooted in my oppression or Mm -hmm. the oppression of others, then we not going to really work. Right. Not in a close proximity. And I can hold grace for transformation because I've not always been able to see and understand things for myself, right? I'm preaching to the choir today, Pastor. Listen, we have to have grace for one another. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm learning and I'm making mistakes and I want people to hold grace for me. Right. So I'm never going to like come for, you know, my black women and be all bashing and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to have a conversation behind the scenes, you know, as much as possible. But as far as there being a close proximity type of relationship, that is going, that that is a deal breaker for me. Okay. Right. Like if we don't agree on parenting styles, fine. But if your parenting style
0: means that you're
1: abusing your children, right, right. right and you're encouraging me to do the same and I need to actually call some assistance for your children hey we're gonna you know or, or if you we might
0: my- not be going out to brunch together sis, we, we're
1: not saying. really gonna kick it like that or yeah. if you believe if you hold beliefs that are oppressive to you know black trans women or you know lgbtq community and and you're holding those beliefs, and you be, and you're holding on to them as though they are good to have, because all of us have internalized, you know, negative beliefs of, against other groups of people that we have to work through. But if you are holding on to them as sacred and wonderful, we are not gonna, we we just won't have what are we gonna talk about, you know, because we just right. gonna be arguing all the time, and right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that, but. I say adjust proximity because it is important that we still remain in connection and relationship, so that we can encourage that evolution, right? Like we don't want to be up high and mighty, like oh, you should be like me. But buddy, buddy, going on vacations together—that's probably going to change,
0: right? You know, right.
1: So, you know, it's just holding space because we have a lot of healing to do, right? We've endured a lot
0: individually.
1: Yes, we've endured a lot. We've been doing a lot. So we have a lot of healing to do a lot.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that with me, because that's definitely something that I contend with a lot. Um, You know, I I use my space a lot of time to just discuss my life. You know, a lot of, you know, your name is your brand, like, you know, (laughs) say, come on, motivate with Mo, like, you know, (laughs) and so I just wanted to touch base with you on that because, you know, we were talking yesterday and among other things we were talking about. But we were talking in yesterday's show about mentorship. And I was like, damn, everybody got a mentor but me. And so when you're looking to, you don't have a mentor neither? No, I'm mentoring myself. <laughs> no. I got a therapist. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's too much. They want you to know everything and do everything. And everybody else got guidance and still struggling, but you like, you know, so um <laughs> Let me not even get started on that train of thought. But so I'm trying to be grateful for this space with you. And I want to know like about you, like what's going on? I know that you have your Shine Together Academy. Like, what's that about? How, like you went to school at John Hopkins University. You out here stunting on all of us, sis. What's what's good?
1: I'm just over here trying to pursue Black liberation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just over here trying to pursue it in every, in in all the ways that is black liberation, right? Like political, social, economical, health. I mean, all all of the things I want us all to be free. And I create different classes, courses, programs. You have Shine Brighter Together, community that's kind of like the hub. Well, we call it, well, it's actually Shine Bright School. Okay. Um, A lot of things reference to light, like all this light coming in right here. Sis is just radiant. Yes, guess, come on. You know? Melanin's going ping, ping, Kiss. ping, ping, ping. Popping. <laughs> Kiss from the sun.
0: Yes. But, you know,
1: I have all these experiences, everything from one time classes. So it's like the, I call them my shine classes, and we do a specific topic like racist habits or, you know, white feelings or whatever. Right. And then I have longer programs. Like I have a kid's course on how to talk to kids about race. It's not for kids. White people y'all need to learn how to talk to your own damn kids, but it's a class to teach you how to do that. People be like, well, can you teach the kids? No, no. You need to learn how to raise your children and use a race conscious lens, you know? And so I have that. And then I have my signature program, which is unity over comfort. That's 12 weeks. And that's walking you through the process of understanding the commitment to anti-racism. I even have a 12 month program. We just had a session today. Um, and that is for people who've gone through unity over comfort. These are the people who have had opportunity to learn the foundation and are putting it into practice and getting called out. I call them out. I pull them in, I get, put them to work. Right. Um, we're reading books, we're dissecting, you know, what's going on in the work. Like it's, it's a lot that's happening within the group. Um, So, I mean, ultimately all of it is, one, the goal is to make anti-racism education accessible as much as possible while still honoring myself, realizing that I should be paid for what I do as all Why should you be paid?
0: Like, what made you realize that? Because, you know, I constantly have people, especially, it's it's like, I don't understand um, certain black people who agree with white supremacists. Like y'all can't be all thinking from the same lens. So what made you decide I need to be paid for this labor. I can't actually think of a moment when I didn't think I
1: should be paid for it. So it wasn't like I was thinking that I shouldn't, and then I was like, "Oh, I should." Like <laughs> it's like, I, like a, it's like I've always known I was black. Like I always known that I should be paid for my work. I think what made it so seamless like that though is that I transitioned right. from doing business and marketing development for small brands and small business right. owners who would send me, you know, who sign, you know, pay invoices that within the, you know, with no problem. And so I knew white people had this money and I knew that they would pay for what they thought was important. And so, um, I was just nervous about if they would pay for this, but I never wondered if I should charge for it. Like it was never a question for me. Um, and so now I just charge more. Like every time I just charge more and more. Right. You know, because, and everybody has their own model and I think everybody do, should do what they feel is best. But I believe that more people who have a desire to truly live out the principles of redistributing wealth and building community need to have more access to wealth. And so the more money that I make, in my business, the more money I'm able to pour into other communities, especially the more marginalized communities. So now that my platform is larger, I bring the white folks opportunities and call them in to to bring in money, but I also pour my own money into things. And I believe that's part of, like I feel a responsibility to my community. Mm. The more I gain access to- I'm just telling you, like the No, more- what's your what's your astrological sign? Oh, by sign? Um, Gemini. Hmm. But you I, I think got some Aquarius in your chart. Go ahead. <laughs> Taurus, maybe. I don't know. What? Stop. But, but like I feel a responsibility, not an obligation, but a responsibility to bring people with me. So like if I'm in the op- if I have access to a room of folks of course I'm bringing my people in, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't, it's not even something I have to calculate in my mind. You know, someone reach out to me, they want me to do something. I'm like, I'm probably not the best person for that, but I know who is like, right? I don't ha- I've just, I've never been the type of person who believes in like hoarding things for myself. Just so I've never questioned if I should charge. <laughs> Why would Right, I? right, <laughs>
0: like, right. You know, like Gucci ain't free. Like, right. You ever, you ever had free Gucci? i've never had gucci period well i'm gonna tell you right now
1: it ain't free you ain't gonna get it for free unless unless some illegal things going on and that's a whole problem right right you know people out here charging for water right you know a natural resource a natural resource just charging
0: i wanted to ask you too because it's my own little selfish What do you think, because I hear you say, like, I need to be sustained as an individual, and I also am connected to my community, and so by me being sustained, a rising tide lifts all ships, and I'm also funneling money back into my community. I can not even count anymore, and so uh, shout out to Rachel, who will be helping us. Uh, do the bookkeeping because my tax attorney is so through with me (laughs) like she's like I hate you she never said that but I feel it sometimes Um, and it's just because just quantifying um, the amount of people's rent we've paid the light bills the food we've given, you know, just giving Black joy, like, oh, you need a hotel to stay in so you could write, you're an actual author, we need you to write, or you want to launch your career doing something. Um, the Something we're about to do is, instead of white folks constantly doing for me, we're also going to have a Skillshare. So that way they can teach someone that we're paying, we'll pay the Black femme or non-man to do the work that we needed the white person to do. So it's a Skillshare. And if they do it for a year, then they have a year's worth of bookkeeping experience, you know? Yeah, and so we trying to do that with grant writing and, and things like that. And so my question to you was a little selfish. How do you get past the, if like the desire is here in your heart to give to your community, what is the thing that's stopping you from you know I I say this all the time not everyone is required who does this work is required to be a part of the community (laughs) and so that's all I'll say about that and so what do you think you know I think a lot of times I would be more popular if I was a bad bitch and I just kept the money to myself I think I think I would be more popular I think my platform would be popping but it's not about that for me I've always been for my community like you know and so what do you think for you is that splitting point that's like you know what I could be making this money because I'm black because I have this anti-racism lens because I have a degree in business and marketing and because I'm about to shit on all you hoes you could be like that but what it inside? it (laughs) is I'm just calling it like I see it but what is it inside of you that's like no and I have to I have a social responsibility because I'm black that I need to bring everyone with me and then how do you not do that to the detriment of yourself
1: so, I know that was a lot. There was a lot. Also, so also the degree is not in business and marketing. Um, oh, sorry. Social science, mental health. Social. But um sum that up in a sentence. What what is it? What is the
0: what question there? Because that was a lot. Okay. That's a good question. So the question there, I feel like, is what what did you decide is, is your social responsibility and why aren't you doing it for yourself? Because you are a Black mom, you have a Black family, you probably have extended family who are also counting on you. What makes you want to continue giving to your community instead of being self serving? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, for me, this is very much spiritual work. Mm. So, January, two, th- what is this, 2020? Um, so January, of course I know this 2020, 2020 ain't right. So 2019, I will never forget this. Um, I was, I was fasting and I was praying Mm -hmm. and I got a very clear divine download and I wrote it down and it it made a lot of sense, but I also was like, (laughs) how is this going to happen? Like I, right. And one of the things spoke so true to who I am and I'm a very generous person. And so for me, like, it is just so natural. Mm. Like it's as, it's as natural as loving my children. There's, Mm. there's really not any, like when I, especially like when I went viral and, you know, earning more money and stuff. Like my first thing was like, Ooh, I know I can pour more into the people. I already was giving, to,
0: right? you
1: know, like it was people when, when COVID hit and it was hitting hard, there were people I was sending money to, you know, Venmo just here and there to, to help them out with stuff. They didn't have to ask me. I just did it. Then it was like, oh, I can do more. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can do more. And so that was one of my, like, that was one of my first response because Like we're fine. We have what we need. We don't, we're not lacking of anything. So, like to me, it's just like giving from your overflow. Right. Okay. But then it's also not waiting for an overflow, too, because Mm. there was times when I didn't have a whole lot of overflow and I still believed in giving and sharing. Um, that's just I believe that's just really how, how we are as a people, especially as black people. Like we are such a communal. People and we we we're that's what white supremacy has tried to rip from us, you know, and that individualism mindset. It's all about me and all. But we really are a communal people, and we really do believe in supporting one another and like it's in our DNA. That's how we've literally have been able to survive through generations, Mm -hmm. relying relying Mm -hmm. on one another. And so how how dare I even be tempted? To sever that, you know, right. from who I am and from the legacy of this work, black liberation is literally about community. Like we don't get right. here without each other. Right. So um I believe in pouring into my people, and then I also believe in pouring into myself. Like
0: yes, I mean, I was just complimenting them earrings. I'm like classy, girl, let's, let
1: classy. Me put, let me put a little something, you know, like. I'll,
0: I love your laugh. I love it.
1: (laughs) I believe in taking care of myself first. Okay. I don't believe it's selfish. I believe that it's responsible because if I'm not taking care of me, drag me. Come on now. If I'm not taking care of me, that means that whatever you're getting from me is going to be the reserve, the leftovers, and it ain't going to be good you know you ever go to like a buffet and they haven't restocked and the chicken and they'd be old- all crusty and hard around Girl. the edges. don't talk to me about buffets <laughs> listen i, I mean oh like old crab ragoon is not good it's not mm-hmm. it's or what y'all call it crab wontons because some people don't call it crab ragoon um i'm from st louis we call it crab ragoon you're from the, st louis Yes, girl. Don't you hear that over there? No, over there. because
0: I always, I always got yelled at before. It's not important the person name. I always got yelled at before for saying St. Louis is the Midwest when it's the South. I, I thought it's it was the
1: Midwest. The Who says it's the South? Somebody I'm not, not from saying. St. Louis?
0: I, no, they from St. Louis.
1: They um, don't know their
0: roots. <laughs> we literally call like Midwest. Thank like, you. That's all I've been saying for the rest of my life. Girl, Thank I'm from you. St. Louis.
1: But my thing is like, I really do believe in taking care of myself first, but that doesn't mean only taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like when people say black lives matter it's not like an invisible only in front of it. It's like, um, it's all like, yes, all like, I I absolutely have to take care of myself, all of me, but like, if I'm not taking care of me, I'm not going to want to have sex with my husband. Right. And. I'm not gonna wanna hang out with my kids. I'm not gonna have the right kind of energy to focus on my work. Like I have to take care of me, it's responsible.
0: You don't even know how much you just like hit me in the head with that. Cause it's like, I always feel guilty when I take care of myself. So thank
1: you. Oh, that's just your, that's, I mean, that's literally like internalized anti-blackness. I know. Right. Like, and then we have to think about like how the type of care that we need as black women is not always accessible. Like you said, you work in, I barely have, I don't have no time for no therapy. So many black women would benefit so much from being in therapy with amazing other black women, but working, taking care of kids, taking care of home. You know, there's so many environmental things going on in systems that make healing for us so damn near impossible, but we have to push. And for those of us who have access to some of the things we got to encourage and create spaces for those who don't.
0: I just really feel like that was a word from, from God themselves. So thank you so much for that. And I didn't mean to cry, but, um, I hey, let it you. out, no, let it out. You. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, you kind of started to touch base on it. Um, I feel like, I don't know if you feel like this because I feel like you've been doing this for a long time. Do you feel like 2017 is just a, 2020 is just a repeat of 2017, but like with dragons and like (sighs) helicopter, like, like, you know, the fuck? Because I feel like I'm, I could recycle all my old articles. I mean, really,
1: 2020 is a recycle of of like 1965. Like, Mm. I mean, you could pick any time, right? Like it's, you could pull a speech, from Dr. Angela Davis, right, or. Jane pull read anything from James Baldwin's book, bell hooks, like you could read any of this stuff, of of these these folks, that they wrote. A couple of decades ago, right, and it's still absolutely so relevant. So today. accurate, you know. You change the outfits, like maybe we're not wearing bell bottoms, maybe, but
0: I mean. No bell bottoms is back in style. Boots. They are absolute. I just ordered two pairs. You're right. I got shoes to go with them too. You're right. And I mean, sequencing. Swollen ankle work. and all. Oh, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> I just feel like white people, I generally feel like white people are very comfortable with our oppression. Oof. And until white and people why wouldn't it, they be? They benefit so much from it. I mean. You know and so until white people really which i don't know if this will ever happen in our lifetime until white people really decide that they want to eliminate racism they won't they know they absolutely can
0: what are some responses that you get from the people who have taken your classes because i get accused a lot i mean i thought i care what white people think i don't um but i get accused a lot from trolls um who's full-time you know who worried about me having a job, but their full-time job is to follow me and other people like me around. Um, And so what do you think the response from people who have actually taken your class? Like, do they have a better understanding of certain concepts that other white people who troll us are struggling with? Like um, that Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that only Black Lives Matter, but clearly we're talking about the oppression of black people globally and how it's been at the hands of white folks. Right. Yeah, they
1: absolutely do. Those who those who take my classes and do the work. So, just like anything in life, you can sign up for a class, you can buy all the books, but if you don't attend, if you don't read them, if you don't study, if you don't practice, you can just check a box, right? Right. So the white folks who sometimes <laughs> they tell me all the time how it's like. I I I tease them. I'll be like. White people, white people this is me t- imitating white people they'd be like oh my god like this was so life changing like oh my god like I'm so I'm like so transformed
0: <laughs> you're like how Sue Ann can you please explain how
1: <laughs> like oh my god like you're so amazing I'm like settle settle okay so <laughs> so the thing is the people like i watched them um and I noticed the changes within them I notice, like sometimes they will even change careers because they're like, they'll learn more about the history of racism within their industry. Although it's right, they can leave one and go to another. <laughs> they, still,
0: they can go like, anywhere, <laughs> baby. I got the
1: notes. I got the notes. It's <laughs> like, like uh, technology, healthcare, like, hey, y'all still racist. But um, you can just see the processing and the willingness to redistribute resources and to really advocate for change but be off of social media right like showing up in protests showing up in meetings right showing up in the email showing up on the calls really showing up in multiple ways that we talk about and I teach about but in every class that I do so let's take unity over comfort for example okay it's 12 weeks
0: Y'all better I'll, not say shit about my class if, if y'all take a these class, I'm okay. telling you. How long is your class? Five weeks. And they be complaining. <laughs> they be like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for five weeks. I'm like, asshole. Wait. wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I was gonna go. I was gonna answer your question, but now I gotta come back. Wait, wait, wait. It's it's five weeks of you teaching live.
0: Two hours, yep, each class. It's about you, 10 hours, plus homework that I'm grading.
1: Whoa, 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 we, We'll talk. We're going to talk about this offline. I'm being- <laughs> All right, go I'm ahead. Really, answer my question. I, I shouldn't have said shit
0: to you. <laughs> I'm literally being blown away. We because... have two instructors, so I got to- I'm making $50 per person. That's it. <laughs> they be complaining. They be like, it's too rich for my taste. Do you know how much my program costs? I don't- I'm scared. I'm scared. Do you want me to tell you? I do because you, you and Catrice Jackson be blowing me out the water. I'm like, I am small pond. Do you understand what I'm saying? But for people to think I have such a big platform, I am small pond.
1: Well, sis, if you don't charge more, they won't pay more.
0: Oh. <laughs> you just came on
1: the show to drag me. It's fine. <laughs> you just <laughs> talking me to me snatch, about my business. No, let me it's snatch
0: them edges real quick. No, it's so, a, you know, I just got them laid too. Okay. Listen, um, I hate it
1: here <laughs> okay and I'm not even trying to be like oh like elitism and all that kind of stuff I went to college I went to grad school I know how much money it costs to pay like to go to school and it's right. ridiculous it's absolutely inaccessible. it's ridiculous it's elitism all that kind of stuff however I also know about them student loans though okay and the amount of money people are willing to pour into their education so they can be able to attain employment and it is incredibly rigged against black folks right i also know that white people own about 80 to 90 percent of the wealth in this country So if anybody's going to have the money to pay for my classes, it is definitely going to be disproportionately white folks who have exploited black folks for generations and have built wealth off of our backs, okay? So y'all are paying me, y'all repaying me for what my ancestors were robbed of, but you are going to also invest in this work because I have invested time, money, energy, and effort. And I'm also, I also bring in another educator. There's no way. There's no way somebody, some white person is going to tell me how much to charge for my class. Whatever I decide to charge is what I'm going to charge. And either you pay it or you don't. But you're not going to get to decide the price tag. Now,
0: what I'm going to say offline, we're going to have a talk, Didi, because... Someone just texted me how much your cost is, and I... Y'all don't wanna know because if y'all, if y'all, if I going to say it, I just, I'm, I'm saying you blessed. You have something that I don't have, and that's okay. What I'm just this? this. What do I have that ooh, you don't have? the, the, the fort right. <laughs> that's what I don't have. Because I'm saying. I, if you knew what was happening in my comments right now, I have people deleting stuff and blocking people because this is my space. I curate it, like you know what I'm saying. And people are like, "Oh, you know, did you bring her on here so she could beg for money?" Like, you, I don't beg people for money. I love what you said when you're saying like, "I'm educating you. This not is not some imaginary course I've made up." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I just appreciate. It. I feel validated. Actually, this show is about you, but I feel validated no, just speaking about, with you. This is about us. This is about okay. This ain't about me.
1: This no. You, you, that's why it ain't an interview. (laughs) You charge what you want to charge, and white people don't get to tell you how much your stuff is worth. It's priceless, first of all, that you even get to be in the room with me.
0: So don't sit up here and
1: act like I'm begging you for nothing. I ain't begging you for a thing. And what I will tell you is that when you really, and the more money that white people invest in this work, there is a greater tendency for them to take it seriously but when it's free when it's cheap when they don't have to have, be held accountable they will right. make every excuse in the book to not show up and not do a thing and my thing is I have done enough time in business and marketing and I have worked with enough white people who will write these checks for their business to know that if
0: you don't charge more they won't pay you more right okay I need to put on highlighter today because I didn't need to put on highlighter. You gave me too much on just now. Like, thank All I'm saying
1: you. is, When's your next class? When's your next opening for your class?
0: Next Wednesday.
1: And then people sign up and they do like they pay per class or they sign up for the set of. Uh,
0: they said they sign up for the sessions. Um, I have it set up so that they yeah, could pay. No. That's okay.
1: You know better, you do better. <laughs> right you know better you do better
0: i feel like my mom sent you to come talk to me she's oh, not with man. us no more but she sent you
1: listen maybe she did thank you thank you mama because mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say here this is what i'm this is what i'm gonna say because i don't want to give the wrong impression people char- charge what you feel comfortable charging but don't feel pressured to charge less because you got white people being like oh my goodness i can't afford that i can't pay that Da-da-da-da-da that's my thing like if you want to make your because i have things that are like pay but you can right Right. okay so some people don't pay nothing some people pay a little bit but then i have programs that are thousands of dollars right so people can't sit up and be like why your stuff ain't accessible my stuff is accessible Accessible. to to the way that i decide that it's accessible because the truth of the matter is ain't none of it new right you know right so I've curated it and I've put it all together. I've brought it all in. I've written, you know, I have resources that I've created and designed myself and all these kinds of things. I'm not discounting what I've created, but at the same time, if somebody is like, oh my God, I really want to take this course, but I can't afford it.
0: Okay. Google it's free. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I got you. Let me ask you a question. What I know is mostly a, a lot of white women that surround themselves. They they follow you. They, they, they literally want to be up under you what would you say is your biggest concern if you had one um mine is i don't like the mental health as a reason to divest from anti-racism work we received an email last week class class 3 we you know the week before this is class 5 coming up the last class and then we start a new iteration next wednesday and the lady says you know, I'm just not keeping up, and due to my anxiety, and yo, all my facilitators read her for filth, like, they wasn't rude, but they were like, your anxiety, all three of us live with mental health issues, and a Black man was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin today, Literally. today, that day, and so, like, we still are showing up to the class, because <laughs> it, we cannot, um, I can't take off my Blackness, I can't wake up and not be oppressed. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would love to. And so what would you say is your biggest feedback? I would call it criticism. You want to call it feedback. We call it the same thing. What would be the way you would want white women to show up in this work? Stop
1: making excuses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, We got stuff to do too. We got laundry. We got kids. We have elderly. We have disabled family members to care for. We, We have um multiple generations within our homes we have we have shit to do too right okay and so we're not saying thursday at 5 i'm going to deal with racism And then Friday, uh, I'm done. No, when we're in the airport trying to get to our vacation or go to our family member's funeral, we're dealing with racism. When we're just trying to order food at a restaurant, we're dealing with racism. When we're trying to send our kids to school and hope that they get a good education, we're dealing with racism. It literally disrupts our day at any given moment. And in many cases can result in life changing or even death. So if we have to deal with racism. The very least you could do is to learn how to eliminate it so that we don't have to deal with it. And maybe we could have some time to help fold laundry too. Mm. So my thing is like, stop making excuses. Yes, life happens. Every single round of unity over comfort, there are people who don't stick with it, right? Like every round, they they might- Okay, I just
0: want to see if I was alone in that. No, 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 every
1: round- um like I, I had around not my last one but the one before that um only half stuck with it to the end
0: right okay um
1: and some of them maybe listen to the replays I don't have a way of really I didn't have a way then of tracking it now I do so my thing is like life is going to continue to happen part of what I do is teaching folks the responsibility of showing up in this work right even when it's inconvenient right You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you got a 90 minute lecture that you got, you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I can make it because I'm running late, blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you, if that was something that you felt like you had to be at or else, you would make sure you were there. Now, if it's a life emergency, somebody got hurt, like a real serious thing, fine. But y'all be finding the easiest thing to just find, like, ooh, can't be there today.
0: I need to feed my dog at 7.30 and your class begins at eight.
1: (laughs) I'm like, feed them at six, you know, like, dude, like, no, I get, I like, oh, I need to focus on, I'm about to have a baby. Black women are dying, trying to give birth or black birthing people. So, you know, if y'all were doing this work, we wouldn't even be dealing with this stuff. So I just think it's an excuse. And it's people who are not, who are not willing to do the work. And that's really not my people.
0: Thank you. I have my second to last question to ask you. You and I had a conversation some time ago. I would say probably like either end of June, mid-July. I don't remember. Yeah, and we were t- July. I, I was like, it was sometime. Shout out it's to Lori right, who let us, who let me Egypt stay in her, her beautiful home. Thank you so much. Um, and I remember I was outside and I was, it was like the first time in a long time I was like doing work from my laptop, like in the wilderness, like, you know what I'm saying? And it was just dope. And you called me and you were like, I just want to check on you. Um, but we were talking about classism and it's something that like, you know, I've been talking with a lot of black women about, and like the whole, um, if I don't go out to dinner with these friends who can't pay the bill or who I only have the water and the salad type chick or whatever, how do we, um, you know, even as like, we talk about creating sustainability for ourselves. How do we not engage in classism? Because, you know, I come from a different um, space than you do, but when we start to like build and like build our platforms, how do we not engage in classism?
1: Yeah. And that's the thing that we have to be really careful of to not mimic the same systems of oppressions that, that, you know, oppress our people. You know, I think it's one being really conscious about the decisions that you're making and why you're making them dealing with your own money blocks and your money issues and insecurities around that. And, and deciding, you know, why am I doing this thing and, and who am I doing this for? And what, what purpose is it serving and who might it be harming? I think it's really just being careful about the decisions that we're making but also giving ourselves permission to enjoy luxury by whatever that means to us, right? Because luxury, it's it's so, you know, in, in one in instance, it might be one thing to someone. In another instance, it might be another thing, to, you know, something to another person. Right. Um, and there, there's a... Um, as a person I follow on Instagram, her name is Tashira, and she um, her her handle is politics and fashion and fashion is Oh yes,
0: that. let's follow somebody post oh. that in the comments yes. and politics it's fashion and fashion
1: without the vows. So it's fashion without the vows. Okay, all right. Okay, but she is fabulous, okay? She is fabulous in every sense of the word, fabulous okay she's brilliant she's you should have her on here she's smart that's one of my questions <laughs> yeah have her on here she's smart she's beautiful she's funny she's incredible like she's one of all these wonderful things and our, I, I had her um I interviewed her on the panel for an event and one of the things she talked about is how you know how she shows up in the world and all that is like a part of the revolution you know really just like imagining that there are all sorts of black folks out here some of us like certain things some of us don't and it's, it's okay. Like, cause I don't, I also don't want to be t- turning to this person that turns my nose up. Right. The certain kinds of folks because I feel like they are being, you know, classes or whatever because sometimes a lot of that is perception. Right. Right. Or maybe our own insecurities or our own anti-Blackness. Can it be both? But it could be all of it. It, it could be all of it. it I love it here.
0: It. Okay. All right.
1: That's where, cause I think that's where getting clear on our
0: motives right you know like i know i can't afford bundles this month i would love to so i got me some crochet hair thank you 34.99 Good
1: thing. Good thing. <laughs> uh, and, and let me
0: tell you something one of the things i talked about was like gaining weight mm-hmm. and yeah skirts, i saw your post thank you for sharing that because i gained about 28 covid pounds
1: i don't even know i got rid of my scale like almost two years ago um, but i one of my skirts it's a head wrap now. I mean,
0: repurpose okay. it. Okay. Come Respite. on, repurpose.
1: Okay. Do what you got to do.
0: Okay. All right. I I just want to thank you. My last question is a question I ask all my guests. I feel like Uh-oh. you already answered it. What? Um, and it's a two-pronged question because I'm just a complicated individual. It is what it is. <laughs> and so the first question is, is there, I know we covered a lot, but is there anything pressing that you was like, oh shit, I wanted to bring that up or I wanted to promote this. And you didn't even bring it up. Bad researcher, bad researcher. And two, the second part is, who would you like to see on the show if you watch the show?
1: Yeah. Um, is there anything I really just wanted to talk about? What you wanted to talk about? You wanted to talk oh, about what
0: I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about what you
1: talk about. See, there we go. We just talking about <laughs> what we want to talk about, basically, because we just talked about it. But I would just say that I'm tired of talking about Black Death, and I want to mm. talk about Black Liberation. It Come is important out. for us to have awareness of what's going on. The you know the pain and the suffering but it is also time for us to amplify and to imagine black liberation and what does it look like for black folks to thrive? What does that look like? Because a lot of what we're fighting for is necessary. Absolutely, all of it. All of it's necessary, but it's also baseline. It's like basic, right? Like we're just, we're black folks being able to walk down the street without being shot. Basic, like that's not not thriving, right? right? Like that's just basic. So I would like for us, to really imagine what does that look like and really be working and advocating for that. Um, My second thing, well, let me add one more thing in there. Of course. Um, Pay black women, pay them. And I hope y'all see
0: that the pin post is all Monique's PayPal. You can subscribe to Monique's Patreon. Um, You can also follow Mo on IG and on Twitter and you also have a class coming up.
1: I do. I got things, but I want them to pay you. Okay. Look, put, put your payment links in there because what? this it is time for a pay raise. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's, let's get it going. But I, I think we need to also amplify our most marginalized black folks, you know, right. especially our black trans women, our black disabled women, our black women experiencing poverty, our black fat right. women, like all that. So I will say all that, but the um, person Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, tush, like
0: I said, Tashara, she... We're going we gonna to reach out to her and see what she say. A lot of times I end up... It's so funny about this show. I don't know how your podcast works. But what I did was, you know, I was once a Mary Kay, you know, it's so funny. White people Me always too. constantly be like, shut up. Okay, white people constantly like, get a job. I'm like, you know how many jobs I have on a daily, on a daily, I okay, was a right? I Mary Kay consultant in college. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. my second year of college, I decided I want that pink car. and Yes, um, it was my... sophomore year too we got we got so much in common so so i remember like they taught us that like in order to book the number of parties that you want for the month you got to reach out to double the amount of people because only one third of the people is going to actually book parties or whatever right and so that's what I did for the podcast and people like I, I think we're almost at 65 episodes and people are like since April you know and most people that got podcasts they like They not there. The stoop, I don't know how many episodes. I think they got like 20, but also they very busy living different lives. I'm like depressed, and so I just want to talk to other people. So so
1: (laughs) (laughs) just throw that in there all casually.
0: No, 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 it's fine. So I'm just trying to like what I'm trying to do is find healing in lieu. I just while I was on the phone with you, I text someone who's been trying to offer me therapy services and shout out to her because. I think she could see it in my face. Like, like she's a real one. I would say that. I was on a Zoom call with a whole bunch of people, Gina Belafonte, all that. And then she was just like inbox me. She was like, Are you okay? So and I just I just love black women. I really do. Um, and so I just want you, so you said the politics and fashion person yeah. thank you Catherine yeah. for posting Tishara. that because we'll reach out to her but that's what I want to say is, is we fabulous. reached out to so many people and then people don't see it for months and then that's how I get all these famous people on the show because I've done so much work that they'd be like oh shit okay sis like you know what I'm saying yes, so definitely
1: to Tish- um, Tashara also Nala Simone um they both were guests on my okay. um uh panel that i did what we talked about like race and gender and um sexuality
0: amazing amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to them so thank you so much for your time thank you for all your pointers i'm actually gonna go back and watch this i'm gonna go to the hair store and go get egypt some beads um but (laughs) Yes. Black
1: girl youth. That is literally. Yes.
0: Each of each of you like this with the beat. Yes. <laughs> so. My God, be like banging them on the wall just right. to hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. The black girl,
0: you yes, and so I just want to say thank you so much. I really feel like I'm in a different space than what I was when I sat down in this chair, so thank you for that. And I will be reaching out to your assistant and to your calendar so we could talk about some of those things that we started to yes, touch base on please, here. Please, y'all. No, I'm gonna I'm a visit your calendar. What
1: are, people, <laughs> are there people in the chats that you know need to be reminded that? we don't play no games like did you block them all did we get rid of all the? the oh nonsense? yeah
0: no definitely and I I really you know even my team I my, I see my team all up in here now yeah, yeah. I see my team they yeah. they like yeah. delete delete block and them comments is also going to be deleted because we don't want no parts of that no
1: thank you for having me this was fun I enjoyed it I I, I really enjoy your energy I met you at the follow black women conference hosted yes, by yes in me. Minnesota Jackson. yes that's where I first Laid eyes on you, and I was like, "I like her." <laughs> <laughs> and so I, you know, and they put
0: me on the panel at the last minute. They was like, "I guess this bitch is here. She could speak." <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I'm
1: glad. I'm glad they did because I would have never. I would. Wow, I mean, I thank you. Eventually,
0: but eventually,
1: it's, it's you know, it was awesome. So.
0: Thank you so thank you. much. I appreciate this. And I will email you. Well, I won't. I won't be doing anything. Um, thank you to my team of volunteers who will be emailing you and letting you know when the episode is ready to go on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. So thank you. Yay,
1: thank you so much.
0: I hope you have a great day. And everyone, this has been another amazing episode of The Full Set. Peace. Yay.